This was a pre-recorded interview. Any offers mentioned may no longer be available. Hello and welcome to sportsbet.io's Behind the Bet, the place where we bring you interesting people from our industry to give you their insights on everything behind the bet. I'm Richard Barnwell and today it's Sportsbet's fifth birthday. So we're bringing you a Sportsbet legend to tell you everything about the promos, specials and everything going on site in this year's European Championships. Our guest today knows the industry inside and out. He's got 50 years experience. He's the heart, soul and brains behind the Sportsbet operation. He's also Scottish through and through. It's a director of Sportsbet, Joe McCallum. Now, of course, Sportsbet is the place where we give you the opportunity to join in the conversation. So you can put your questions to Joe, head over to the Sportsbet site, go to the Club Talk function, put your questions in there, and today's the time to do it because everybody that gets their question read out gets a 1.5 milli Bitcoin free bet added to their account. So without further ado, let's welcome Joe McCallum. Hi, Richard. Uh, and hi, Sportsbet customers. Welcome. Very good. Joe, how are you doing? I'm feeling great. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the birthday party today. Uh, it's a, a key milestone in terms of uh, our fifth birthday. And it's a, a celebration time, and we want to share that with our sports bet customers. Joe, as a Scotsman with the Euros coming out, what do the Euros mean to you? Well, I the first time in twenty five years we've been at the Euros, uh, but I'm still mainly scarred. The last time we were there, when Paul Gascoigne ripped the Scotland defence to shreds and scored a goal. Uh, and they over celebrated at Wembley, so it kind of broke my heart. Then made a chance to actually get to the group stage for in a major tournament for the first time ever. And Holland scored a goal to make it 4 1 and knock us out in goal difference. So it's been bittersweet. <laughs> Hopefully, this time is better for you. Uh, what can customers expect to see on the site during the Euros? From, from my point of view, I uh, what we've been trying to do is actually entertain the customers and make it immersive and engaging and actually join the, the journey. And we kind of came up with this uh, focus of uh, the road to Euro glory. And we kind of started saying, right, what, what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? So we initially started talking about bringing uh, customers in via, uh, uh, what do you call it, free-to-play games, uh, then we had the, uh, we came up with the idea of an outright offer, was standard, uh, what do you call it, uh, offer on the price boost. We've got casino tournaments, uh, we've got the uh, Club Talk uh, radio kicking in. So we're really kicking in is trying to be really engaging with, with, with our customers. Uh, and the recent arrival of Club Talk has helped us engage, understand the customers better, interact with them, and actually see them ha having some fun. Yeah, excellent. Well, look, let's head straight into that club talk because I really want to get as many of these questions in as we can from, from our players. So the first question comes from Figures49. How do the new free-to-play games work? Are they actually free-to-play? Good question. Well, that's a great question. We have two variants. We have a, a, a big prize where you can win $100,000 worth of crypto. Uh, and it's, uh, it sounds uh, a big prize, but you've got to predict six correct scores. 
you predict the six correct scores, we'll pay you out uh, the, the 100,000 in crypto and we'll take great pleasure in doing that, especially in the crypto community. There's a couple of consolations. If you get the six correct uh, number, uh, number of goals correct, we give you some consolations with that. Uh, but added to that, we actually have uh, another game of 4 3 3, where it's relatively more simple. Four simple questions on a game that kind of aligns with a uh, bet builder that we uh, introduced recently, and uh, the customers have really, uh, how should we say, engaged with it. So we'll, we'll do a, a 4 3 3 every match day. We'll pick a game, uh, four questions, free to enter, absolutely free to enter. Okay, great. Okay, next question uh, from Khaled J. Uh, you've made a big revolution in this field and what you've achieved over five years, something which the larger sites have not achieved. What do you think is the secret to Sportsbet's success, Joe? I think it's it's a great question in terms of, and it, it's great to be uh, appreciated uh, in that format. From from our, uh, from our point of view, we are not resting with laurels. Uh, the initial uh, example, what we were trying to do was to be the best crypto sports and uh, casino uh, site uh, in the world. Uh, and how do you measure that? It's about customer engagement, uh, and that has been the focus. And it's the, the good thing is I've been surrounded with some fantastic people, great, great attitude, and they've collectively worked together. And I think that's the, the being the secret success. Sometimes when you work in big corporate companies, it's it kind of gets uh, a bit dysfunctional. But I think what we have here in uh, sports bet is everybody's pulling it together, and we've got the customer at the heart of everything we do. And we, we, we've got a phrase here in terms of our vision statement: it's always customer at the centre of the universe. And we, we actually try to live and breathe it. And I think that's whilst you, you hear corporate statements and mission statements, etc., it's in your DNA in terms of looking after the customer. And now a big part of uh, uh, the guys that work in Sportsbet actually are customers of other websites. They see what works well and what doesn't work well, etc. We get great feedback in Bitcoin talk. We do, um, uh, what do you call it, polls. Club talk now you start giving us a, a better insight in terms of what works and what doesn't work, etc. And and we take that feedback and we actually then uh, try to enhance the customer experience. It's not easy to, to get what you think you're, you're at the top, but being there, people, uh, how should we say, look at you, try and replicate you. And that, to me, that's a big uh, uh, success story. People are looking at us in terms of what we do. Yes. We've got fantastic sponsorships in the, 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 the EPL. Uh, and from my point of view, it's not a standard sponsorship. It's a partnership. When we first uh, started dealing with the teams, what we said is we don't want to be a billboard. We want to embrace your strip. So when we put our design, we will adapt to our design to incorporate your, uh, uh, the, the, the authenticity and the tradition of your, uh, what you're trying to do with the strip. So it's more about partnerships. Uh, and I think if we, you do partnerships in life, uh, it's um, it's a more fruitful and beneficial experience for uh, both sides. And I include customers here. Wow. That, I mean, that's fantastic that you have the customer actually in the company's mission statement. That's amazing. Okay. Uh, just maybe I can squeeze my own question in, Joe. 
are you surprised by the success you've seen over these first five years? I'm not surprised because I've got a quality team. I'm surrounded by quality people. I'm surrounded by people with great attitude and a can-do attitude. I've got a fantastic development team that's here to support us. I frustrate the life out of them at times. But mm-hmm. we always have the customer at the centre of what, what we're trying to do. And I think if, if you go home happy in terms of, I feel as if uh, I've looked after the customer and I've gave them what we call a fun, fast, fair service. I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. Uh, but we don't rest on our laurels. Today's fun, fast um, and, and fair is to, uh, tomorrow's mediocrity. So we're always trying to strive and optimise it and, and take it a step further. But the key part for us is actually engaging with the customer. Loads of people just put a website out, probably put some fantastic marketing, etc. But when you come to the site, what you see is what you get. You get, we try to do the entertainment factor, uh, a bit of suspense, try to be fair. Uh, I mean, the, the other day, John Ram uh, disqualified, uh, sorry, uh, had to withdraw from the, the, the golf. We don't take an awful lot of golf, but the first thing the, the trading guys go, we should pay this out as a winner. Then the industry started, uh, uh, how shall we say, uh, filtering through, because guess what? Uh, how shall we say, challenging times, but we, we, we react to it. We, we're trying to do what we seem is fair. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, let's keep that engagement up. Let's have another question from our from our users on the site. Okay, this is from Nix13. Uh, do you have a big promotions team? I've never seen such fun and rewarding promos than any other site. I think, from my, my point of view, we have a core team. Actually, we have additional uh, people that actually support what we're trying to do. So when we come up with a, a concept, we then disseminate that through the, the organization and we engage with them. And that, that actually is when we, we really get get the, the engagement and the alignment, et cetera, and all that. Now, times it's, uh, how shall we say, uh, we, we always say we're a family. At times we will have some, how shall we say, challenging conversations with each other. But it's always about what are we trying to do, what, trying to make it nice and simple for the customer and engaging. I mean, I'm quite happy give, uh, how should we say, rewards. I've, I've, I've always said the sports book is about two things in terms of it's a balance between price and rewards. And, I, and that's what I try to do. Try to, yes, try to give reasonable competitive prices, I supplement it with price boost. But guess what? I, I do take a big bet. And then uh, from a rewards point of view, I've got a loyalty program. But we do these uh, offer management, some promos, free bet drops, etc. It's just, uh, I don't think we've got a silver bullet, but we have a toolkit that we, all, we, we always refer to and try to refresh. Okay. Uh, let's have another question in there. Uh, this is from Viperius. Uh, what was your foresight and what prompted you to invest in, in into a cryptocurrency-based sports, sports betting site? Surely at the time, fiat currency was a better choice. I think uh, from our perspective is that we always want to disrupt and innovate. And we see crypto as a, an opportunity to do that. But the, one of the key benefits of crypto was it had a community. And we, we, we wanted to galvanize that community and build something bespoke for them. But equally, the crypto payment method actually 
fit it in with our uh, mantra of being fast. I mean, some being uh, half a million out within one and a half minutes is it's un unreal in, uh, when you compare it to the uh, the fiat world. I'd probably have to go through um, a multitude of, of uh, authorizations, etc., or through the banks, etc. But crypto, great, uh, and and it just aligns with the mantra of being fast. Half a million in under two minutes is amazing. I hope it doesn't happen too often. Uh, it happens uh, probably more than you, you anticipate, but uh, I'm quite happy to be. I'm not a bookmaker uh, for the point of view we just take the money and and just always uh, keep it. There has to be winners and losers, etc. and all that. But it's, it's, it's a, keep on saying we do the entertainment part. We will create an environment where you will have an opinion. And my theory is, if you have an opinion, you're happy you're having a bet. Excellent. Sounds like you really are keeping it fun, fast and fair. Okay, let's have a look at the next question. We've got one from HKMN. Uh, what do you think is the most important thing to consider when forecasting a horse race? I, I think from my perspective is when you actually uh, look at a horse race, for me, it's the, the, the key thing for me is... Uh, the, the actual state of the track, the going. From a going point of view, there's no point in betting a horse that traditionally bets in fast going and is running in soft going. It's, the, 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 the ground to me is a determinant. Uh, then when I do that and I filter it out, then I start looking at uh, value. Uh, value to me, if I think a, a horse is uh, under overvalued uh, or undervalued, I always look for value. And the key aspect is that will I get a run for my money? Uh, you, you, you do have, how should we say, uh, some superstitions around jockeys, etc., and uh, some favourite owners. Excellent insight. Thanks, Joe. Okay, next question. It's coming from Cog. Uh, what do you think about the future of sports, bet uh, sports betting in regards to cryptocurrency? I think it's uh, from our perspective is that we have been a crypto focused sports book and we will continue to be there. Yes, we'll do some uh, fiat, etc. But it is to us a, a, what do you call it, a, a form of payment method. So the, the impact in sports betting is fairly negligible in, in, in terms of uh, the, the cryptocurrency. But the more uh, from our perspective is the more adoption of cryptocurrency, the bigger the audience will be. And when the bigger the audience, they will start looking at what, what happens in the crypto uh, betting world. And Cog, uh, early adopter of uh, Club Talk, is on there uh, regularly, etc., and all that. Uh, and uh, from his point of view, I think the key part here is the entertainment aspect. That's not dependent on crypto, anyone can do it. And, Quite a lot of uh, sports book out there just put list of prices up and that's it and yeah. expect to make money. You need to entertain customers. Yeah, good question, Cog. Good to see our regular users up there. Uh, next question from Ogari2. Are you thinking of expanding to other major European leagues in the coming years in order to perhaps pave the way for certain teams in the crypto world? I think. This question is referring to our uh, sponsorships, like like we have in Southampton's front of shirt. Yes, I think from our perspective, is uh, uh, the, the EPL initially uh, is the, the biggest 
league in the world. So we, we, we said to ourselves, right, let, let, let's get the exposure uh, in the biggest league in the world. And it helps our uh, brand. It gives a degree of the, the trust element of Premier League trusted. So uh, it, it gives us more engagement there. Uh, other opportunities, we're doing a big uh, emphasis on, on cricket just now. Uh, and uh, Tim, my uh, owner, being a cricket fan, Australian, I was kind of tucking his uh, heartstrings the other day and said, Tim, Celtic have now got an Australian manager. You want to put a Bitcoin logo <laughs> in its sleeve. So uh, hopefully that could have come to fruition. I've oh. seen my Celtic with the, the Bitcoin on their, on their sleeve. Oh, yes. They've, they've just appointed the, the former Australian national team coach. So we might see we might see a bit of crypto in the Scottish Premier League in the future. Watch this space. Yeah. Okay, great. Next question. Uh, question from VJ94. Uh, prior to Sportsbet, you've been associated with William Hill. Uh, what are the main pros and cons between a crypto-based sportsbook and a fiat-based site? What a great question. That is a great question. I think, in that, as I touched on earlier, the, uh, this part of uh, the, the payment method is, it is obviously a fundamental difference. Uh, but earlier, when I alluded to, when you work in a big corporate, uh, it's, it's difficult to move fast. And I'll give you an example. Uh, recently, we're brand ambassador, uh, Brittley, uh, made a donation of a Bitcoin to uh, uh, COVID India. And as soon as he tweeted it, it went viral. And then we went, hold on, he's our ambassador. Let's follow him. Within three minutes, we had that authorised payment sent to the, the account. Corporate world, it were taking three weeks to actually get to someone's table for potentially to get signed off. And and so from our point of view is that we as a team are all aligned, we move fast, it can be hectic at times, but it's all about seizing the moment, seizing the opportunity and reacting, reacting to the situation. And so, uh, so from your point of view, it's great. And, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll allude to something later on where, where I'm going to react to something that a customer has said. Excellent. Okay. Uh, next question is coming in from Shady EJR. Yeah. Uh, what, is your for, what is your forecast for the company and Bitcoin and gambling in general? Do you see any other cryptocurrencies taking over as the standard over Bitcoin? I think that uh, Bitcoin has always been, how shall we say, seen as the the daddy of all cryptos, if you want to call it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think there's a uh, obviously you've got the the Chinese, you've got Dogecoin, etc. Will there be a new kid in the block? I, I would I would hate to say never, but I think the the good thing about Bitcoin and the way we have how shall we say, embraced it in terms of Bitcoin Miami, we put Bitcoin on uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Southampton and the Watford shirts, et cetera. It's, it's, it's the most identifiable one, and it's probably the easiest one to actually spread uh, the, the crypto world. And then if you get that, once people are in, then they, they, they'll diversify. So it's, it's how, do, how do we align it with that? A strategy and a marketing campaign that uh, supports it. So at this moment in time, uh, I would wouldn't say never. However, the, the, the focus is actually on uh, uh, Bitcoin. But great question once again. Yeah, 
clearly exciting times in, in this industry. Okay, next question is coming in from Samir004. Uh, what are the difficulties your team faced starting a crypto sportsbook in the initial years and how did you overcome them? I think from your perspective, we had two challenges. We had the, the cynics around crypto and then you get the cynics around sports betting. So all this, uh, it's a dreaded bookmakers, it's them against us, the crypto reputation, etc. So they, they were two challenges. And so the first challenge we really looked at was we said, well, where are people talking about this? And we, we actually went to Bitcoin talk and we started looking at Bitcoin talk. And that, that, that's customers speaking about us. And some, some of the early comments were very, very harsh, but very justified in terms of, so we put a plan together and said, right, we're challenged within the next 12 to 18 months is to turn this Bitcoin talk forum into being advocates for us. Uh, and uh, from a, a variety of the, uh, the, the, the team, uh, currently we've got uh, Steve there, uh, who's, uh, I've seen a comment recently of, he's probably the most friendly, uh, helpful guy there, because he's a punter. He, he understands betting. He's there. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's times when uh, we, we feel as if that we, we have dealt with something uh, fairly and we get feedback saying no or not, etc. We will review it. Uh, but however, it's a case of uh, whilst we are saying we want to be fun, fast and fair, I, I, I think we'd, uh, we'd like that uh, respect back. So, as, yes, it's a case of uh, uh, people want to win money, etc. And I get that and it can be emotional at times. But uh, our reputation is always trying to champion the customer but equally, we're looking for the customer to be advocates of us. And I think we're, we're, we're kind of, uh, we're happy where we're at. We're, uh, we've not rest my laurels. Uh, one bad comment and we can uh, uh, lose our reputation quite easily. Because if you lose a customer, you, you lose your business. Absolutely. Okay. Um, next question coming in from <laughs> D Crypto Dude. Uh, do you think certain sports will cease to exist in the future? I think that, 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 that there's two things here. There's sports in terms of participation and sports in terms of actual betting. And I think what we've always said in, from a betting point of view is as long as the, the sport is legislated uh, properly, uh, some good governance around it, etc. And it gives a, not just the bookmakers, but the customers a degree of confidence that the matches are, they, uh, are played with uh, a degree of uh, integrity, etc. and all that. That's, uh, from a, a betting point of view, that that will be acceptable. But some of the biggest sports in the world, uh, participant sports like the UK, number one is fishing. Don't really take bets in fishing, but it's 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 there. It's participated because uh, there's no betting around it. Doesn't mean it will disappear. So I think it's um, participation and sporting integrity. Okay. okay. On a personal, sorry, on a personal note, Joe, um, with COVID not allowing fans into some of the sports, has it affected your enjoyment of watching sports? Uh, dramatically, I think the, uh, the the crowd brings a a sense of anticipation uh, I think the other aspect is that when you're at, at, at uh, an actual sporting event because you don't see the TV 
the, the, the picture from a TV camera point of view, you actually see some things that are happening off camera that you, uh, you, you probably would miss out. And they become talking points. And as I keep on saying, if you have talking points, if you have opinions, once you have an opinion, uh, you, you'll get better. And the fans, fans are interacting. And you just look at Club Talk. There's a variety of opinions there. There's a collaboration. There's a difference of opinion. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, okay. Uh, next question. Here we got in. We've got one from Twitchy Seal. Uh, just curious if any promotions stand out in your mind over the past five years as the most su surprisingly successful or disappointing? Uh, I think from our perspective, we, we, we try to vary the, uh, the, the promotions and try to capture the, the imagination. Is there any that's really stood out that uh, surprised me? Probably not. But, uh, over my career, one, one uh, area that did surprise me was, uh, I think it was in the UK when there was a foot and mouth disease, they introduced virtual racing. I said, I'd never have a bet in that in my life. Uh, I know you actually bet, bet on it because I think it's fair. So uh, that could be a surprise. <laughs> they, they, they actually got me betting on virtual racing, uh, where, where if I was looking at from a horse racing point of view, the going doesn't make any difference, etc. I've ended up picking uh, kids' names or uh, famous albums, etc. <laughs> uh, engaged with you. Uh, it was wicked emotion because I do think sports betting is all about emotion and that emotional attachment. Yeah. Okay. So, what's your favourite album, Joe? What's my favourite album? Was probably Rumours by Fleetwood Mac. There we go. <laughs> A few nods from the production team here. Excellent. Okay. Uh, next question comes from Balzac Junior. Oh, regular name. Hello, Mr. McCallum. As a football fan, what match would you change the result if you were given the chance? And what match made you fall in love with sport? Thanks. Listen to Mr. McCallum, I'm Joe. Thanks for the, uh, the, uh, the good question. Football fan, great. Simple, I've touched on it. 1996, England <laughs> against Holland. If Holland hadn't scored, we were into the group stages. Uh, what match made you fall in love uh, with the sport? Uh, it was Celtic v Atletico Madrid in the semi-final of uh, a, a European Cup. My dad took us to Celtic Park. I stood at stairway number 12 and I watched the Atletico team kick the lumps out of one of the fantastic Celtic players, Jinky Jimmy Johnson. Uh, and I just, it was mesmerising. This five foot two ginger headed um, wisp of a lad terrorizing these, uh, what do you call it, uh, Spaniards, six foot two, and they just kicked lumps out of them. Uh, and it, it was just the passion of the crowd, etc. But Celtic failed to make the final, but that's, I was hooked. Oh, great answer, Joe. Great answer. Okay, let's get another question in. It's time from Flying High. Uh, oh, I think we know the answer to this. Which team would you support in the final of the Euro, Euro Cup? Scotland versus England, and why? Well, you probably expect the obvious thing, but Flying <laughs> High, it will, it will actually be England v Scotland because England will be at home. But the reason I would pick Scotland is purely from a business point of view. 
I will have my best business head on. Scotland would be the best result for the bookmaker, uh, and England would probably be the best result for uh, what do you call it, the uh, the customers. Now, I might if England are going to win, I'd be quite happy to. Uh, would be extra time, uh, but as this, uh, could you imagine London with fifty thousand Scotsmen celebrating the European Cup? I, I remember, I think it was 1977 when they won at Wembley in the Erector Place. So, with a joyous celebration. Another <laughs> in fact, Richard, is when England won the Winter Cup, World Cup in 1966, the first time he beat them at Wembley was Scotland in 1967. In 1967, Scotland were really the unofficial champions. Celtic <laughs> won the European Cup. It was a fantastic time for Scottish football. But you'll not remember that as all, all, all the all the film reels and black and white uh, and grainy black and white. Just 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 slightly before my time, but but I think Scotland have got a good chance to do well this this summer. Let's see. Let's hope they don't wreck the stadium though. <laughs> okay, we got now, next question coming in from Job Hill. Uh, what is your goal or vision for sports bet for the years to come? Good question. I, and from my, from my perspective, it's, uh, initially uh, when the conversation with uh, Tim, the, the owner, he's, we made that discussion in terms of, I want to be Bet366. So we gave him a free play game called Bet366 and I said, is that enough? And he said, no, that's not enough. Uh, so Bet365 is affectionately known as the, the world's favourite bookmaker. So we... Go one, we want to be the world, uh, how should we say, number one crypto uh, sports and casino platform. That's where we want to be. Yeah. Uh, after that, uh, using this community, and we're kind of, uh, one of the, the marketeers kind of came up with the concept of the clubhouse and kind of put things around it in terms of engagement, etc. And it's expanding that. It's putting more content in, and that'll help us uh, expand. And I think... Once the crypto world is more adopted into the, the mainstream, we I can see crypto competing against the fear and uh, sportsbook, and it will all be about who entertains the customer more, who has a and if we keep on building on what my mantra is and consistently do it, we'll have the people in club talk and Bitcoin talk uh, and. Uh, uh, the fans from a partnership point of view, being advocates of our brand. This is what we are trying to achieve. Our customers to be advocates of us. And that's why we treat them so importantly. Kid gloves, support, etc. Yes, there's some customers that are not aligned with us, etc. And we actually deal with them appropriately. But the main body of customers want a bit of entertainment with us. And that's what we want to do with them. Yes, it's at times it can be a bit of fun of them against us, but it's it's a partnership. I'm here to provide the service. Okay, uh, we're, we're 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 winding down. We're going to try and squeeze in some more questions. We've got five more questions that we can try and get in. Next one is from Andy. Uh, is Sportsbet going to add the Dogecoin? Uh, there is a lot of buzz around Dogecoin these days. So you get more questions, and yes. <laughs> Job done. Okay, let's move on. 
Next question. Mix13 is asking, what do you think is the biggest strength of your company right now? People. People are important here. Uh, and because the people are important, the people uh, and they've got the, the mantra that the customers, uh, the center of the, the, their universe, that, that, that is in their DNA. The people here have been absolutely uh, supportive of the vision, uh, and uh, and they've been getting better aligned with it. But the key thing is the vision has a variety of elements, but customer at the center of the universe is, is is core to everything we do. It's all about our people and our customers. Okay, very good. Okay, next question. Uh, again, from Jock Bill, uh, what is your ROI in sponsoring a football club? In terms of ROI, some of it is quite tangible and some of it's intangible. And we roughly look at uh, between 1.5 and 2.5 in terms of uh, return investment. Now, some of that's quite tangible and we can see it in the bottom line, uh, number of customers coming in, etc. But then there's a the part where you're building up the, the reputation the brand, the trust. And if you look at uh, these in terms of what's important in a sports book, top two are trust and speed. So trust is up there and we, uh, and we get that. Then we've got the added part of the internal element of people working with us that feel so proud to be associated with a company that actually has a Premier League sponsor. And then added to that, when we're attracting people, oh, your sports bet, I've seen you in a Southampton show. Oh, I've seen you, uh, 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 I've got sponsorship with Arsenal. Oh, I've, I've seen you, uh, uh, you, you sponsor Flamenco. Oh, I see you sponsor Brett Lee, etc. So these ambassadors actually help build the reputation and help, help us recruit very good people. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, let's get another question in uh, from Leah1334. Uh, how big will you dream for 2026? Okay, Lee, one, three, three, four. Uh, 2026 has got two different meanings for me. At uh, 2026 tonight, I will endeavour to have a few cold beers to <laughs> celebrate the fifth birthday. But for speaking <laughs> about the year 2026, I think uh, for me it's continue to be number one. Uh, a sports and casino platform in the crypto world uh, and I anticipate the crypto world will be even bigger and and, and we'll be at the forefront of that and that, that's key. Okay. okay, let's keep going. Let's get squeeze as many of these questions in as we can. Next one from Mcuelles. Uh, what's your most memorable memorable moment when you say Celtic, Joe? Oh, I've got... Uh, great memories, uh, to have. Uh, and because of my, how should I say, uh, my older years, it, it, it kind of goes through uh, stages like Jimmy Johnston, Kenny Dalglish, Henrik Larson. Uh, absolutely, uh, it, it just uh, puts the, the hairs in the, uh, the back of your neck up. I mean, Celtic Park is a fantastic win again. Uh, you'll never walk alone. Now, I'm rich, I know you're a Liverpool fan. I've been at the court when you sang it. Not the same effect, mate. It's that, <laughs> that is an emotional attachment that uh, the, the, the years of 
uh, coming through, watching Celtic. You've been through the bad years, been through the good years, but I'm really proud of uh, being associated with it. Try to get my son, he do the same, but he, he supports the Rangers because Rangers were successful during his time and Celtic were poor. So, uh, but when I uh, I leave him my Celtic shares, he, he will end up being a Celtic uh, shareholder. So, um, <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder how he'll say that to his friends. Wow. Right, look, I think it's fantastic that throughout the company, people are so passionate about the sports. I think that's what the, the, the users really appreciate. Okay, uh, next question. We've got, we've got one. <laughs> Question from Big Slam. Uh, maybe it's time to show love to other sports in the world like Kabaddi. Do you think sports bet should pick a new sport and make it popular globally? Well, I, I think the, the, uh, a couple of years ago we, we ventured into Kabaddi uh, uh, because we have a, an Indian uh, uh, customer team, uh, a country team, and they said, oh, Kabaddi is engaging, etc. And, uh, and when you're watching it, and it's, it's actually quite engaging. So it's and it's it's going back to this bit of uh, pricing it and gets the stability about pricing, etc., and all that. So we 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 are kind of uh, exploring that, uh, and it's quite interesting. Somebody actually uh, spoke to us about uh, surfing, and I went, "Really? How competitive is surfing?" Uh, and he says, "Well, Brazilians are top three in the world and things like that." And I went, "Oh." We get a customer base in Brazil. Uh, maybe we can do something there, etc. So, yes, would we look at uh, some? Would you call it sports? Our early endeavours into partnerships was actually with Kenifa. Uh, now, okay, it'd be soccer, but it was an unfashionable, uh, how should we say, federation, etc. And all that made up of. Uh, 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 a group of countries, etc. So we we actually do actually want to go and, and disrupt uh, disrupt uh, some areas as well. And would we consider that absolutely right opportunity, right uh, demographic, uh, and 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 we engage with it. Uh, you see, in Bitcoin talk, the they like the Formula One. I think that's because Steve's brainwashed them to death about it. But uh, you never say never. <laughs> okay, good question, Big Slam. Okay, next one um, from Fable Fan uh, Scott to Scott here. Uh -huh. uh, what do you, what do your outright offers look like for the tournament? Is there anything special for Scotland? We, well, we've, we've did the outright offer in terms of uh, bet your team to uh, win, and every time they win, uh, you, you get a free bet. You know, it's restricted to the. Uh, uh, your first outright bet, but we've done some enhancements for prices for, uh, for uh, the, the teams to win the the, uh, the Euros. Now, we started at B20 and counted down, and, we've, and I'm saying, can we get a Scotland offer? And somebody said, well, we'd need to start 365 years ago to actually get a proper price at a place for the chances of Scotland winning. So, as well. uh, long story short, there will be a special uh, uh, possible behind the bet uh, for Scotland and England coming up, and uh, there'll be a few surprises in there. <laughs> Good to see. Lots to expect. Okay, uh, next question. Coming in from Ashford. Uh, did you play football as a youngster, Joe? Yes, I did. I've, I've, I actually uh, started in the, the school team. Uh, I, 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 
player who played with us uh, is a, a gentleman called Pat Nevin, who's a BBC correspondent. He played for Chelsea. So uh, his dad was a coach, used to keep me behind and Pat would practice shooting against me, etc. Uh, I got to about 15 and I've decided, oh, this goalkeeper Black is too dangerous. Uh, the hard ground, oh, I'll go and play outside. So uh, trial for the school team, ball kicks off. 15 seconds later, I'm lying there, broken leg. Uh, uh, and the, the, the referee said, can I do anything for you? Apart from an ambulance, and I said, can you give me a kick of the ball? Because I've not had a kick of the ball yet. So uh, that was the end of my career. So it's, well, it's not an easy start, playing goalkeeper against Pat Nevin. No, he was with Pat Nevin. He was hopeless to take penalties against me. I was... <laughs> I always said when people speak about the famous 1970 Gordon Banks save against Pele, that was easy. It's down to his right hand side, he's in his natural corner. <laughs> it bounced before him, and then it would have been more difficult. So, there you go. I do like some favourite goalkeepers. Gordon Banks was a legend. Goalkeeper tips from Joe Mack. Great day. Okay, let's get another question in. Uh, question from Celtic. Uh, what was the most valuable experience you took with you from your previous experience with other sports books? I think for me was the important aspect is the customer that's saying that, and I think in a corporate world, you lose that. People see it. They'll see it all the time. Or customer being service, this and that, and they'll have it. But what they say and what's replicated in the site is, is, is this, if you showed a customer what your vision statement was and what the experience in uh, the sports book was, it's, it, it's uh, different. But the good thing here was when we came, we were fairly young uh, and how should we say, but I'd probably say that we didn't have bad habits at that time. Uh, maybe maybe uh, we may have some just now, but the idea was that yeah, we built from the ground up and we built up with the passion that we had in sports to be a success. Uh, and I've, I've, I've always said that, and I use the analogy, if you go to a restaurant, you have a bad experience. And the, the, the restaurant, most of the time, trying to uh, rectify that with a discount, etc., or uh, a sweet of coffee or a drink, etc. And we will make mistakes, but it's how we recover. And that's what we're trying to do. Is that we try to recover well, etc., and to say, well, sorry guys, but no make your expectations. It's not a case of just bury your head in the sand and hope it disappears. It's acknowledge it and try to, uh, how should we say, uh, engage with them and and and, and uh, improve uh, what's actually happened. Yeah, <clears throat> really good question, Celtic. I'm surprised Celtic didn't ask if you want to play goalkeeper next week. <laughs> okay, let's let's get another question in uh, from Off Branded. Uh, what's going to happen with that killer Lambo? But seriously, what's a memorable horse racing story you can share with us? Okay, so Off Branded, I think, is referring to the Lambo giveaway that we had last week. Oh, I know. It's, it looked absolutely fantastic. I mean, when they should well, when they showed me the bill for it, uh, uh, the, the estimate for it. Uh, the phrase "killer" did, did appear. <laughs> <laughs> I was really, 
really great, etc. And, and what a fantastic story in terms of uh, the, uh, the, the, the the winners decided not to pay their rent and to go to the, the conference. Wow. So now, now they're taking the, the Lambo would have been nice, but they've actually taken the, the money, I think, once from Hungary and once from uh, uh, somewhere in the, uh, South Asia, and they've got 250,000. Uh, they're going to get married. Uh, so uh, so I'm, I'm quite happy for your point of view that uh, the, the, the prize monies went to someone uh, who is actually uh, it's, it's life changing for them. But what's the most memorable horse racing story you can share with us? Uh, the, the most memorable story is uh, I went a trip, a weekend trip to Liverpool, uh, and there's a famous horse race called the 2000 Guineas. It's one classes, one of the five classics. And I remember saying to my wife, I need to go and watch this race. Are you having a bet? I said, no, no, it's, it, it, this horse is unbelievable. And the horse's name is Franco. Uh, and I've never, I was standing in the bench shop, all, well, no way any friends, but there was a group of people, and I just turned around there, gentleman next to me, and I just went, wow. And he went, wow. And this is, it, it kind of epitomizes what we're trying to do in Club Talk. You might not actually know someone, but actually when you come to Club Talk, you talk about similar experiences. And we were standing together, and we shared that experience. Uh, and... First time I ever met him, probably never meet him again, but the way that horse went was scintillating. It's probably the, the most exhilarating feeling I've ever ever seen from a, uh, in, in terms of horse race. It went unbeaten, uh, 14 races out of 14. It's when he stood the Derby, which is the biggest race in uh, English uh, classics, uh, when his sons is actually just won the Derby this week. So it's quite... Uh, the the Franco legend lives on. Oh, what a story! Okay, uh, let's get another question in. Uh, question for, oh, Siorna. Okay, familiar face. Uh, what's that like for today's generation of old firm? Is it the same as it was twenty years ago? I think the passion is still there. I think the, the, the there's an element of sectarianism uh, associated with it and i think that's dissipating so as uh, uh but the good thing is rangers are now came back to to be strong uh, which is a testament that they, they won this league the, the league this year uh, with celtic have uh, set a world record but uh, it never happened but i think the important thing from celtic point of view they have got competitive rangers and the good thing is rangers uh, coming back and being competitive, the results in Europe actually means next year that uh, the champions of Scotland actually go into the group stages of the, the Champions League for the first time ever. So Celtic and Rangers actually need each other. They, yeah. they, 20 years ago, they, they used to have the same sponsors. So they, they, they wouldn't split, split the fans, but they, they have different sponsors now, etc. And Celtic may have Bitcoin uh, their sleeve, you never know. <laughs> and you, you said before your son is a Rangers fan. Have you have you ever been able to watch a, der a derby together? I've not watched a derby together, but I remember around about 14, he says to me, Dad, I, I went to go and see Rangers. And I went, okay, can you get me a season ticket? And I went, right. I said, who's going to go with you? And he went, you. 
So that's been a, a year as a Rangers season ticket holder. Never, never watched the Celtic games uh, because uh, uh, the, the season ticket we had. But no, that was fun. It's fun watching them. Uh, uh, you like your kids getting excited. I've taken them to a UEFA Cup final when Rangers were there as well. Disappointed Rangers never scored, but I had my hands in my pocket and what's affectionately known as a pocket laugh every time Zenit said, beautiful score, you know. <laughs> well, that's that's devotion, devotion to the kids there. Okay, let's get another question in from King Shane 101. Uh, how has the drop in Bitcoin affected the crypto universe? And how do you foresee the future regarding the issue? I think from our perspective, yes, it does affect the, uh, the how much is staked in uh, uh, crypto, but the average bet tends not to, uh, how shall we say, vary that much. So there is an appreciation for the customers in terms of what the value is. So when they're betting, they actually know what the value is. The biggest challenge we have at times is when we put up three bets uh, in a crypto world and we've got to review it, a month later because it's either been up or down in terms of value. So we always say roughly 50, $50 or 50 euros uh, was equivalent. If it runs for about a month, it can end up $25 or $100, etc. So we've got to be conscious of uh, uh, that. Now, it's not a case of uh, we don't want to uh, uh, pay out the crypto. It's more a case of trying to be consistent in terms of prizes and rewards. Okay. I try to get more people than uh, just one individual, a big a big prize. Now, there's exceptions with the 100,000 uh, for the uh, the free-to-play, the Lamborghini, etc. As I said earlier, the free-to-play, we've got uh, a, a more easier version where we give out uh, more people uh, more prizes. Okay. Well, look, we've been getting through these questions really well. We've got three more questions to go. Um, question coming in from YouTube. Uh, I'm living in Japan and very much look forward to the Olympics. Are there any competitions you were going to promote? Well, that's quite interesting because uh, obviously uh, the, the Olympics is there. And then it's got standard sports like soccer, tennis, golf, where, uh, where people have a bet. Uh, athletics, uh, etc., tend to be quite niche. But with the Japanese country team, have went, oh, we've got a gymnast. That's actually quite good. So can we get some specials on the, the gymnast? So we, we we're looking at possibilities of doing some specials around uh, localized countries uh, in terms of capturing the the passion of the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the the country, etc. So it's important. And, and and I'll just go back to the, from a Japanese point of view. I think uh, what we did is well uh, when the Rugby World Cup was there, we captured the uh, the, the feeling uh, from a Japanese perspective and, and what was there. And equally, we put horse racing in, we put it in, in a, an iframe, but we're going to integrate it because the Japanese love their horse racing. It's the number one country in the world for uh, for horse racing turnover. Okay. Okay. Last last two questions. Let's get these in quick. Uh, Seven Heaven, uh, do your sportsbet.io employees all follow sport closely too? In sport, yes. Definitely. definitely. But there's a wide variety. Uh, 
uh, the, the guys that run the website never put Scottish football up. Yeah, it's my passion, etc. Uh, some some of the guys are heavily into Formula One. Some are into uh, NBA, etc. So they've all got a, a different uh, types of passion, etc. Uh, we've got a team in uh, Melbourne uh, passionate about the, the Australian rules, uh, and obviously cricket is heart and soul. We sponsored the uh, Estonian Cricket Association. Uh, we sponsored the uh, the Talon Hippos, etc. And all that. so, uh, no, so there's there's a wide variety. So uh, tomorrow night uh, is a big family do. There'll be a game game of cricket there, etc. And all that. so uh, we, we do uh, try to participate. Last night we played uh, paddle with a, 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 a competing sports book, which was a bit of fun. And it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, excellent. Okay, uh, last question comes in from Giggity Giggity. Uh, who was your mentor when you first started in the industry? Uh, I was really quite fortunate in terms of uh, meeting a variety of uh, people that uh, came through the ranks. Uh, and the, the betting history where I came from was in, in the retail world. And I always remember working with this uh, guy, uh, Robert Lohr, uh, and he's my mentor, he uh, uh, taught me a few bad habits, right enough. Uh, but one day, actually, uh, we were promoting a Scottish snooker tournament and we accessed some, some snooker players and Robert was a fantastic snooker player in his own right. Uh, and he was taking Jimmy White around and he says, come on for lunch. And I went for lunch and He's playing Jimmy White, and so the standard of player the, 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 in terms of handicap. So Jimmy White was uh, giving Robert thirty of a start. So Robert was playing Jimmy White, and then Jimmy White said, "Come on, Joe, come on, play." And I said, "Well, why play?" And he says, "I'm not as good as Robert." He said, "It doesn't matter. You can always tell somebody you actually played Jimmy White." So <laughs> I'm just there you go, and this is your time to say it. Okay, well. We've had some fantastic questions and great answers, Joe. Uh, unfortunately, we can't get everybody's questions in. We'll have to we'll have to stop there. But Joe, for those people missing out, do you have anything you might be able to offer on the lead up to, to Friday's match? I well, I was reading uh, as I do most mornings. Wake up, kind of review Bitcoin talk and a wee bit of club talk, and and Bitcoin talk. There was a, a discussion about, or a comment about, or offer about Italy won with over one and a half goals, and I think we did two point zero. Uh, and uh, someone went on bet builder and they said, "Oh, it's still a good offer. It roughly works out with one point nine four with a boost, etc." And I went, "Oh," and I really, I, I, I do think a country that has home advantage will. Will be at the forefront of uh, who the winners are, and I think Italy will be the dark horses because I believe they're on a fantastic unbeaten run. And what I would say is, fill your boots on Friday and have a bet. And they're currently one point five two. Just to, I'll round it up to two point five. So for the next hour, we'll put it up. You can, I think it's two milli bits, and, and you can. Uh, have have, have a, a, an easy bet on me. Now, Turkey have no mocks, but I do believe the Italians will win it. Uh, and, and Friday night, you can celebrate with a nice glass of 
uh, Italian Chianti and, and toast the Italians and say, thank you, Bitcoin. I've, uh, I've won my, uh, my, my Bitcoin. Thank you, Sportsbet. This, this Euros is off to a great start. So there's the offer, guys. Uh, and as I said, we're looking to do behind the bet uh, for England and Scotland. And we'll, we'll try to make that more uh, tailored towards that, that fixture. Thanks, Rich. Excellent. Yeah, no, great prediction, Joe. That, look, guys, that just about does it for us here at sportsbet.io's fifth birthday special behind the bet. Joe, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, on behalf of our viewers, thanks for taking the time. Uh, guys, until next time, I'm Richard Barnwell, and you've been watching Behind the Bet.